0: Hello podcast listener. Thanks so much for choosing another episode of Reaction by Home Things. Now, I won't keep you long. I just wanted to let you know that Home Things is launching into the big old world really, really soon. If you want to be the first in line to receive exclusive discount and, you know, be the first to know when we launch, which makes you look pretty cool, just go to our website. It's gethomethings.com and sign up in the box that looks like you should put your email address in it. Okay, back to the show. Enjoy!
1: Reaction! Reaction!
0: Reaction!
1: Reaction! By Home Things! Nice. Gold
0: Dust! Hey everyone, welcome back to Reaction by Home Things. Today I'm sat opposite Alex Nicolaou from Nini Organics. Woo! Fabulous! <laughs> how are you?
1: Amazing, Queen, how are you?
0: I'm really, really good. So.
1: Amazing.
0: I did pre warn you about this, but we have discussed. Oh yes. About. Your bonkers bits of the week.
1: Oh my God. So the thing is, is that I only, they're not <laughs> that bonkers, but they're, they're, I think they're great. <laughs> so basically, <laughs> I've got two. but two. Okay, really, I'll do the first one. So um, bees sting other bees. So in the beehive, there's guard bees that sniff every bee that comes into the beehive. And if it's a traitor bee from another beehive trying to steal the nectar, then that, guard bee will bite it or sting it.
0: Oh my god, that's outrageous. <laughs> that is absolutely
1: right? outrageous. How cool is that? So there's that one. Mean. Love I it. live for the bee moment. <laughs> and then, um, also, Mariah Carey, because you know, Lamelee. Yes, we are Lamelee. To all the lambs out there that <laughs> might listen to this. Um, she's like my number one. So, Love firstly, that. 19th number one hit single, Yum 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 Yum. After 25 years, that's a random fact in its own. But, with all I want for Christmas, is you. <laughs> um, but, she used to be called Mirage back in the day Stop. at school because she's always vanished from class. <laughs> she was always the bunk of the lessons. So she got the nickname Mirage. <laughs> Is it's that Mirage? Carey. No, it's Mirage. Do
0: not know if that was, would have been such a great stage name. I know,
1: Mirage Carey or Mirage. Just
0: Mirage. Just Mirage. Just the Mirage.
1: Oh, I might create a fragrance called Mirage. <gasps> you
0: should. Oh
1: Next Because we are creating a fragrance and I wanted to call it something and I was thinking, honey. Call it Mirage. But then I going, oh, I'm going to call it Mirage. Oh my God, you heard it here first,
0: guys. You absolutely heard it here first. I'd like to be the first tryer of that. Mirage is gorgeous.
1: Right? It's a Mirage. I love
0: that. You I can almost imagine mirage. how it smells.
1: Yeah, like a Mirage. <laughs> so like it that disappears. Fresh no. cl- yeah. <laughs> that fresh top. note that just dies. Bye. <laughs> That's 120 Spray it pounds. once,
0: disappears immediately. <laughs> Buy our refills.
1: <laughs> Sustainable organic.
0: Oh my God, I love that. Okay, yours yeah. beat mine by 100%. Mine is, oh. mine is also animal-based. Okay, go on. And it's that apparently yeah. cows moo with regional accents. Ooh. Apparently there was a farmer and he said, I spend a lot of time with my ones and they definitely moo with a Somerset drawl.
1: What's the sum? Moo! Mo. Mo. Actually, that's not it. it? <laughs> Mo. That's actually
0: not it. Mo.
1: What is Somerset? Somerset. Somerset. Mar.
0: Mo. <laughs> I'm gonna me. get comfy in my chair. I yes. want to know all about you. So, okay. what's your name? Where did you come from? What's your story for people who might not know you? I obviously do because we just had a chat, but for people okay. who don't, okay. take the floor.
1: Okay, so, my name is Alex. Um, Alex I'm an I don't drink, actually. <laughs> I'm a waterholic, if that's me. I literally could drink so much water, it kills me. Sat that literally. with two
0: full glasses. Two full glasses. <laughs> this has
1: like, got a hint of lemon and cucumber. I'm obsessed. It
0: does. I also think the lemon is quite mm. strong, don't you?
1: Mm, a little but bit give, too strong. No, but no, no, no. It gives that like, a little... What, really? Yeah, really? I love it. Interesting. Well, so my name's Alex, Alexander, but I've never been called Alexander in my whole entire existence, but I love the name Alexander, so I really want to bring it back in, but no one really cottons onto it because it's like, you no, know, we've known you for Alex since you was a kid, so.
0: It's never too late to rebrand. I
1: know, but you know what? Rebranding myself, I already had a rebrand. I used to be <laughs> Alex Moments and I had to get rid of that on YouTube. Alex I was Moments. like quite a big thing on YouTube back in the day. So I started YouTube in 2013, when YouTube had kind of been around for, like, maybe two years, and it was a time when they had the star system, not the like system, the star system, like, this video is, like, five star, this video is, like, two star. Love that. Yeah. So, um, so I started then, and I just started silly videos and all this silliness, and um, then I carried it going, you know, for other years, and I... I was the one that and I'm put, I'm saying this now on record that I definitely Alex Moments was the one 90 because it's one in the 90s because already Alex Moments had been taken. <laughs> rude. Duh, rude. rude. Uh booed <laughs> So I was the first YouTuber in the whole entire world to create that reaction video. I was the first one to react to like famous singers and react to things. No so way. I reacted to Mariah Carey's songs back in the day and they used to get so many follows and so many like watches and likes and comments and all this stuff and then Jimmy Fallon um, picked up one of my videos, which I reacted to him and Mariah Carey's video about them singing All I Want for Christmas You. I reacted to it, and he picked it up and put it on his show in America <gasps> and was like, guys, you've got to see this crazy UK fan. His name's Alex Nicolau. He said my name right. Um, and he loves Mariah. He's a huge fan. La, 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 they had a little story about me, and then they showed my video. And then, then Mariah came on the show. They showed Mariah my video. She tweeted me via a different video. So I basically Stop. had like this whole moment of like 15 minutes of a ish thing with YouTube back in the day. That
0: is amazing. Uh, oh,
1: side note. <laughs> oh
0: my, I did Sgt. not know I was in the S- presence of greatness. Yeah. And also this podcast is called Reactions. So I feel oh yeah, like reactions,
1: exactly. Oh my god. I I why well, was the one that coined that reaction? Now I see reactions constantly, but it's from people that used to watch my reaction video. Because before before I started reacting no one was reacting to anything there was no such thing as a reaction video on something trivial I mean the concept
0: is kind of strange isn't it if you think about it like black and white it's like here's someone filming themselves reacting to something yeah it's like Gogglebox yeah exactly
1: like why but Gogglebox came after my reaction videos So I I definitely, and and this is why I started my business because I've had a lot of ideas that I used to give to a lot of companies that I used to work for and they Mm. used to take those ideas and win awards for them but (gasps) not really having, I'm not going to say what company, the biggest one that done that, I'm not going to say it but (laughs) sounds like, uh, no I can't but basically what I've done is I'm I'm quite a good um, artist, illustrator and stuff so I was bored one day on a shift at this job that I used to have and I drew on a box that used to serve the food in. (laughs) So I drew on this box and and the owners, I tweeted it, and the owners saw it, and they were like, oh, my God, can we commission you to do some more of these? So I did. I'd done more of these boxes that went into all the different restaurants. Well, one, it went into one restaurant and our one. And then they started commissioning me more and more. And then I left, and then they and then they get, got their boxes pre-made that said, this is your pizza. Oh,
0: <laughs> I just said it. <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. This,
1: this is, is your, your
0: piece, <laughs> piece of pasta. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your p- p- art box Do as you please And they won awards for it
0: Oh my god
1: They won awards for it I mean you know They commissioned me for the star And you know I gave them the idea That they saw leverage with And they just went for it And they, it created a little bit Of a USP for them That's their. That's their Whatever so cool. But it would have been nice to have been like, oh, actually, you're more than just a waiter. Let's get you on board as the brand. But yeah. they didn't see that, but it's fine. Blessings in disguise. I left. I went travelling. had the best time ever.
0: Blessing in disguise, absolutely. Um, anyway, so
1: back to me. I'm Alex Nicola. <laughs> actually, to um, I had acne at 16, and I... Fell in love with beauty from a very young age. I want to be an actor as well from a very young age. That's why I'm so theatrical and <laughs> festive. am like so gorgeous, to say. darling. <laughs> don't, I'm not. I'm so ugly. are <laughs> no, well, glowing. Hey, listen, you know, looks are looks. We have, we have the festive moments. You know, like, now I'm a new look. Now I'm a daddy because I've, like, got a bald head. So now I'm, like, a full-on daddy. Before I was, like, a little bit of, like, a, a Mediterranean twink. But now I'm, like, a daddy. No,
0: I love a shaved head beard. Yeah. My boyfriend has shaved well, luckily, head
1: beard. Luckily, luckily, I can have a beard. If I don't have this and I just have the shaved head, I look like Shinoda O'Connor. Nothing compares to you. That's what I look like <laughs> so many times, every time. Nothing compares to... <laughs> Do having why. hair. I'm literally crying. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Do you know what? It was one of those things that I'm glad that I, I went through so much in my life. I had acne. I was trying to come out with uh, understanding that I was gay. I thought I had a big nose. I was short. Um, you know, all these insecurities that you have as a kid. Yeah. And then I was like, what can be next? My acne's gone. What can be next? My hair starts falling out. I was like, for God's sake. What age was that? 18, 19, it started That's falling really out there. Yeah, yeah, and I was doing the whole chemicalized ingredients to help mm. hold it in place. I was using the fibers, for God's sake. Yeah. Like, I was doing all of that stuff because I was so self-conscious about it, and I was like, bloody hell. But then I'm like, when I, I braved the shave a couple of years ago, and I didn't like it. Yeah. So then I grew my hair back, but it was still very thin, and I stopped doing all the chemicalized mm-hmm. ingredients because it goes against my grain anyway. Um, and it was the only chemical that I was actually using on my body that was synthetically chemicalized. Um, and it was making my head numb. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. Oh so God, I'm yeah. not, yeah, I, I, I want to stop that. And I was like, if by stopping that, it's going to fall. So I might as well just brave it. Yeah. So I just shaved it off re- last year. And I've just been living with it ever since. And it's just, it's amazing. Like, I can't, I made up this saying. Well, I it was coined from Kate Moss, but I made it more positive. <laughs> um, nothing looks as good as acceptance feels. So when yeah exactly right love, when love you lo- that. when you accept how you look you feel amazing Absolutely. and that goes with every single uh, we don't have insecurities insecurities is what people see if you project them mm-hmm. if you don't project any of your insecurities I do that with quotation marks then um, no one's going to see no one's going to know you've got them exactly so anyway after having acne. Um, I uh, was working in skincare because I loved it. Mm. I absolutely love skincare, and that came from a very young age with my mom. She used to do. She used to host these aromatherapy parties at my house, and I used to always sneak into them and watch them like mix and match potions and like talk about all these lotions. I, love that. I know it was so festive. Then I was just like, oh my god, this is amazing. So when I was acting. And my acne was getting worse. I wasn't getting the roles. I wasn't getting the auditions. Mm. And I was trying to go home. I was using all these products to see if it would help. Nothing would help. Went to the doctors. And that's what got rid of my acne because I was put on Okay. I tried everything. I tried the antibiotics, Mm -hmm. all the other pills, um, all the harsh, chemicalized alcohol-based stripping agents for the skin, um, which didn't do anything. It's not going to do anything. I never knew about diet. I never knew about holistic way of living because when you're 16... 17 that doesn't exist or that didn't exist as much as it exists now and and we were we I didn't realize it oh I forgot about this we were born in the generation of the microwavable foods mm. like that came about in our generation yeah. so it was we used to eat a lot of those things you know and oh cooking gosh. almost went down to non-existent because life became very easy yeah and life became lazy which is a big thing for me like so when that was all happening and that was all contributing to my body just exploding from like hormones and like growing up and becoming a teenager. I had got the acne, which was fair enough, whatever. I'm glad <laughs> I got it. It's a blessing in disguise once again because it has created something so magical for me in my yeah. life and it's created my career, which I'm extremely thankful for. When I had the doctor say to me, right, we're going to put in your Accutane, I was like, I don't even know what Accutane is, but fine, whatever. I didn't even Google it. Yeah. My, I was with my mom because I was of age and then underage and then she was like okay cool so what's the deal with that roaccutane so it was a. I was on the highest strain for for 6 weeks and I had to have my liver tested every 2 weeks and what roaccutane does it's not co- called roaccutane now it's called accutane okay. I'm not sure what they've done I'm not sure what they've done differently but roaccutane was a drug given to cancer patients and they saw that it cleared up their skin um so then they must have translated that into a skincare formula I don't know what they changed mm-hmm. I don't know how they made it different but then they started giving it to You know, acne patients that had very intense acne, and the reason why it works is because it literally shuts off your sebaceous glands. Your skin does not produce oil. That's why one of the most damaging side effects is um, suicidal thoughts, because our brain needs omega oils to be happy to be functional. So with it depleting those omega oils, your brain starts going, Uh, going crazy and going off the off the walls. so they told us all these side effects, and I was like, that's fine, I'm going to take it, because <gasps> it was so bad. Yeah. Like, it was really bad. It's on our Instagram, so you can see it. And um, being an actor, I just pointed it off my face, and yeah, I was 16. When, when I was take, taking it, I didn't have any of those side effects, because I'm pretty much a happy kid. Like, I just live for the moment. Um, but I was doing gymnastics at the time, because I was a gymnast, and I had to quit, because it, it gave me really bad lower back. So I quit the gymnastics, my acne went, and then I um, was feeling my oats again. My skin was My skin was clear but it was damaged so i was going to oh the conventional beauty you know i used and then i started working in harrods so i was like literally using everything i don't want to name their names but you know those brands the big high ticketed i'm spending 300 pounds on a face cream what the hell do you know what i mean what does it even do these serums this and that because of these miracle broths because of these actives these apple peptides this and that this and that and you're just blown away by it and not just that it's packaging and its marketing, which Absolutely. we'll get into, but um, I was using all these products, and obviously my skin was—it well, was just doing what it was doing. Mm-hmm. But it was not until I was working, I, I left Harrods, um, well, I got fired from Harrods actually. Oh, I left, fired. fired. I, was, I, I, left, I quit school to work at Harrods. Now, how weird is that for me, saying that now as a 30-year-old man, at 19 or however, however, however old I was, I left school to work at Harrods mm. in the perfume hall. That's how much I loved beauty so much. Can he just come in here? Because <laughs> he is so cute. You just heard me that. Sorry, Sorry a cute guy just walked past the window. Anyway, so and if you didn't know I'm gay, thank you please. So Harrods, I perfume, I just loved beauty so much, and perfume especially, I had such a thing for it. Anyway, so I had to I had, I got I got fired because, <laughs> because I stole it all. No, because I kept on speaking. The highlight of working at Harrods was going to the toilet. Now you know that you're you need to leave when that is your highlight. Absolutely. Literally. I made some incredible friends. Big shout out to Bex and Lindsay if they ever hear this and this. Two of my bestest friends today that I met at Harrods. And, you know, you, you fall in love with the people that surround yourself, that you surround yourself with and they really helped me through the time. Yeah. Well, we helped each other. We just had, so. if it weren't for us, we would have left way quicker
0: definitely
1: so I got fired on one sale day because I was talking so much but I, ironically I wasn't talking at all that day because I was just put on the tills so I was serving all day you oh, so
0: we so were talking to the customers so, <coughs> exactly yeah, but
1: cool. the guy the, the big guy at the time he didn't like it so he fired me anyway so that's that fine but you're via an agency because I was still acting yeah yeah and then I got a job at Space & K because I was living in Muswell Hill. So nice. I worked at Space and & K. And it wasn't until then I was had all the trainers on, training on skincare. And I realized they only train you on buzzwords. They only train you on ingredient-based um, actives, not mm-hmm. actual base ingredients, you know. And that's a really important point and factor for me whenever purchasing products from anyone else. I mean, I don't because I know so much but um if i was to do like market research i would quiz that person who is selling me that product for 70 pounds yeah. because i want to make sure that 70 pounds is not being brought on just water do you know
0: Absolutely. what i mean i want yeah. to know exactly
1: what's in that product and obviously 90% of the time you are just buying water mm-hmm. depending on where you go um so for me, I was a little bit like, well, that's so counterintuitive when I'm trying to sell this amazing product. But yeah, I don't know everything about it. So I need to learn about all these ingredients. So I used to take it upon myself to learn about certain ingredients. And then I was a little bit shocked. Mm. <laughs> and then it was not until this one brand came into Space & K about 10 years ago and they were 100% natural with the yes. highest grade of organic ingredients. You, can't, you can be 100% organic and you can be 100% natural. But it's very, there's blurred lines and there's fine lines. So hopefully in this podcast, I can make it easy for people to understand the difference in skincare approach and sustainability, blah, blah, blah. So they came in and I was blown away. The brand owner was there. She was teaching us about her products. And I was blown away by how organic and natural it was. And I was like, whoa, hold on a minute. Space NK love for me to sell this brand, which is like £300 for one product. But yet you're telling me that this ingredient deck is... Literally straight from your farm to your skin, what yeah what 's in this then yeah. and then that 's when my world just opened, and then my world opened to organic beauty, and then I founded brands that were around like you know Neil's yard, the organic pharmacy, lush mm. to some respect. So I started diving more into natural organic products. And then I started going further because there is... there When people want to jump over to a more natural way of yeah. beauty, they will still shop at Boots, drugs mm-hmm. and whatnot. So get the natural versions, which in my eyes aren't really natural. They're just marketed that way. Sure. So I decided to dive a little bit deeper within the organic world and found brands in like Whole food stores or like little organic shops, which were like handmade. And I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. So I started... When I had acne, I was blending up my own little face mask that mm. my nan got me. But it was, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just literally putting a seaweed powder with water and I was like, this is fabulous. Um, <laughs> this will do. Looks but, green. Yeah, but then when I got more um, knowledge about skincare, I started to um, dive a little bit deeper into the you know, underground brands. And then I was like, oh, my God, this looks a little bit fun to do. Let me research you know, herbs, um, tinctures, oils, essential oils. Let me research all this stuff. So I started self teaching myself about products i got a little recipe book so i'm blending up my own products and that's how by alexander came about this was years ago now so this is how by alexander came about all the while i was still working in um, well at this point i jumped over two more organic shops so i was working at orga- the organic pharmacy and i was managing their store nice so i was more in the organic field now so yeah. i bit, i started to be a bit more teetotal with my products and if it had any questionable ingredient i would be like nope buy it, out the door no matter how pretty it looked, no matter who's talking about, what blogger's talking about, I'll be like, no, nope, out the door. Well, actually, bloggers went around back. What then, do
0: you no. classify as like a questionable ingredient? Is it one that you like couldn't pronounce or is it one that you didn't know like the source of it for? Yeah, or? I
1: think, do you know what? What I will say now is I don't ever demonise ingredients. I don't ever demonise brands. I don't ever demonise products because yeah. I, I think it's a boring conversation, personally, because it's pointless. We know yeah that there is things put in products, there's things put in food to make the bigger picture more profit. We know yeah. that. You know, if, if you don't know that, then just wake up a little bit more <laughs> to that, literally. You know, we're not all stupid as people make yeah. us out to be. And I think the bigger umbrella makes us out to be super stupid. Yeah. When people are really caught in onto it now, especially with sustainability, especially with the plastic, especially with the global warming, people are yeah. really caught in onto it now. Yeah. And, but for me, it's weird because skincare, they're still slow on it they're still a bit slow on it and I'm yeah. trying to educate people to understand there is an alternative world out there. Not that you have to join it, yeah. but look at it, be try it, it, be yeah. aware of it because it exists mm-hmm. and it is kind of what you are looking for, but to be the best version of it, yeah. the highest form of it, yeah. the, the most glamorous form of it, which actually just comes from earth, yeah. <laughs> literally. And the most
0: potent form of it. If you're the looking for a, like a high active ingredient because you've got a specific problem or you're looking for you know, a yeah. really deep, for example a moisturizer yeah. let's just say but you you want to buy something that's x amount probably super expensive and you think that that's going to be the best one actually there's a world where it's like this is so much more potent and yeah. technically so much more effervescent for your skin exactly. you just don't know about it yeah. so if you can only pick between a and b you're never going to know about
1: x exactly mm-hmm. exactly and that's and that's marketing yeah. you know that's what you're paying for you're paying for marketing then my sister wanted to my sister wanted to join forces with me because she had a sandwich brand with her husband called Raw Imagination. Nice. Back in the day, that they were stock- They were the very first ever raw sandwiches to come to the UK. Well, to come to the UK, <laughs> they were all the UK based <laughs> to be sold in Planet Organic and a few other little.
0: Delish.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. It was a really nice um, brand, but they stopped that because um, Alex and his brother and their partner opened up Genesis in Shoreditch, the vegan restaurant. Love
0: Genesis. Yeah, it's yeah. so a really
1: gorgeous restaurant. So they opened up that. <coughs> Nicole was. She didn't want to be in that restaurant filled with them, mm-hmm. so I had started by Alexander, but not not professionally, it was just for myself and for friends and family, but everyone was like, "This is incredible stuff, like wow and then um nicole was like let's let's join forces unfortunately, uh, a family member passed away, but they were very old and they lived a very happy life, but they left us like you know a very small amount like a thousand pounds each, yeah, so we literally Put that that two together. We bought our first bulk of ingredients, first bottles, and we just we went with it. I formulated everything from my own intuition and from what I wanted after my knowledge of being in the skincare world and the truly organic skincare world. And I, um, we we started at markets and all this stuff. And Nini Organics. That's how Nini Organics came about. The name Nini comes from my sister's name and my last name, so Nicole and then Nicolau. So nice. basically, her name, yeah. but she's now married, so she's not Nicolau. <laughs> and also, natural ingredients, nature's intention. Love you know, them. always and forever. Yeah, that's <clears throat> always going to be our our tagline, our thing, and that is just a holistic approach to skincare. Yeah. There's three types of skincare in this world for me. The one, the conventional. Mm -hmm. Two, the doctor prescribed. And three, the truly organics. Those homegrown ones. Yeah. The conventional, that encompasses everything from bloggers, blogger products to what you can buy in every single high street beauty store to very high-end products.
0: Sure.
1: Now, those products, to make profit they will be basically pumping it full of water. You will never find a high-end product that is sold at a super, super high price point that is just powdered-based or Mm oil-based. It always will have a cheap filling ingredient in it. And that's just a fact because that's profit margin. And they will then spend, charge a lot of money for these products to put back into marketing. So you're seeing it in every single magazine. You're seeing every single uh, press person talk about it. Blogger, they get set so much free stuff and they yeah. will get paid to talk about these products. If it says ad, it's an ad. Sometimes it doesn't say ad, whatever. They will get paid to to talk about these products. And bloggers influencers are huge now. Mm-hmm. You know, we see it with Nini Organics. You know, I get asked daily for products and I always say, no, buy the products because I make it. Yeah. <laughs> it costs me a lot of money to make. So Absolutely. buy it and it's only a handful of people that i would ever send to because i trust their opinion and i and they give true authentic reviews yeah. and yada yas from the messy
0: world otherwise to get caught up in exactly yeah. so i just
1: re- prefer just not to yeah. because we are i want to be that one that you search for oh my god oh my god what's this nini organics Yeah. wow what is this let yeah. me try it and then people do try it they're like woo because it's a, it's a sensory overload it's, it's an experience that's why we call it the nini experience when we do our fence it is an experience but in terms of ingredients, for me, if you take away the product, anything that's bought on the mass is guaranteed to have ingre- undesirable ingredients within it, unnecessary yeah. ingredients within it. Everything's a chemical. Everything. Yeah. Nature. We, we're all chemical. Everything's a chemical. So we don't use words like toxic-free, clean beauty or anything like that because that that's non-existent in our world. It just is the alternative route to beauty. Sure, It's just literally from olive oil, squashed, applied to your face, beautiful. You're getting that 100% organic cold press matrix of that chemical p- compounds within those ingredients. It's not refined beauty. It's just 100% extraordinary beauty. So when in doubt, I always say, like I create this thing called the insult, and it's basically... The the, the the big message behind it is always shop in the niche, never mm-hmm. the mass. Because if you shop in the mass, you are just going to be putting more money into the into the economy that doesn't need to be put into it. Um, and you don't really know where it's going yeah, anyway. It's true. Whereas if you put it into more sustainable roots or more organic Branding brands or anything like that, you're putting it into some somebody's dream for one, and you're also putting it into somebody that cares and has integrity behind this up because these brands will never sell out. Yeah, they can't sell out because of how they manufacture their products. Yeah, it's like physically impossible. Like we could not manufacture the products that we make on such a large, large scale. When I say large, I'm talking about, you know, being in like 50,000 stores Mm -hmm. worldwide. It just wouldn't be feasible for the ingredient itself. And for us as a manufacturer, it just wouldn't be feasible because it's plant-based, it's oils, it's powders. When you see brands that maybe do have that kind of like powdered moment, but more from the conventional beauty, it's very... Easily cheap refined powders. It's yeah. not the f- whole foods. It's not the super greens. It's not the superfoods that you would eat. It's just refined clays. Mm-hmm. That's basically that bulk out that ingredient with like s- very small percentage. So we all know that in an inky list, so the ingredients is behind mm-hmm. a packaging. The first ingredient is the num- it, it, that is the highest percentage of what's in that product, yep. and then it goes down in descending order. So normally in a water based product, the first ingredient is water. Yeah. So it's about eighty percent water mm-hmm. and thirty percent is probably the rest of the ingredients. Sometimes it's even ninety percent water and ten percent of it is the rest it's of the ingredients. Crazy, isn't it? So you're basically paying for a very expensive pretty bottle of water. Yeah. <laughs> basically
0: <laughs> that is exactly the same message that we say with home things with the cleaning products it's like your base and it's not even pretty in the cleaning no. products like you're literally buying a plastic bottle of water yeah literally. and which you wouldn't do if you went to the shop and you were thirsty you'd be like oh no i can't buy a plastic bottle of water because i've got water in my tap and i'm not gonna yeah. buy plastic but yet you do it when you need to clean your sink exactly so bizarre so bizarre it's it, a knowledge piece though isn't
1: it it is and i think it's i think when people actually do want to learn about this kind of world of sustainability. They need to find the niche brands. They need yeah. to speak to the niche brand owners because they're the ones that have... We've done our, we've done our mill in looking mm. into the best sources of these ingredients. We've done it all. Whereas with the conventional, you can't speak to a brand owner. You speak to a brand rep, maybe, but they don't know everything because yeah. they're not the brand owner. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And also, you've got to remember that it's people jumping on bandwagons. A lot of these brands will jump on bandwagons. And one thing that gets me the most is, so if we talk about one of my favorite topics is hidden plastics within skincare. Oh,
0: yes. I'm, I'm getting comfortable for this. Yeah. Yes. honey. <laughs>
1: um, let me get the names up so I don't uh, mispronounce them so you can see. It's actually on our Instagram, so everyone can go check it out. It's, it's my video called Hidden Plastics nice. in Skincare. So basically, skincare formulation um, is, uh, if you're getting it from conventional beauty, Mm -hmm. it's once again, like we said, it's water with your cheap bulking agents with then the added extracts here and there, um, but that's it. But then with vegan and cruelty-free products, they've removed any animal product, any animal derivatives or animal ingredient tested, anything like that, um, which is fabulous. I mean, What's a great start. The, what they've yeah. taken out is fabulous, but what they've left in is still a little bit like questionable. And I, I only speak for these brands that are from the conventional big mm-hmm. powerhouses that have joined the bandwagon yeah. into making vegan, cruelty-free products, and they've got the stamp of approval. That's why we don't have any stamps on our products as of yet, because some of these stamps of approvals, I'm a little bit like, mm, why have you approved this product? this brand and now i understand i'm very much appreciative of cost and price of goods yeah i'm very appreciative of that but if that's if that's a thing for you you can't afford Mm -hmm. products or you can't afford that extra bit of luxury make it yourself yeah because there's so get a diy skincare book that is the most ethical the most sustainable the most cruelty free and vegan thing that you could possibly do for your skin yeah make it yourself if you can't actually physically afford to justify paying for somebody that's already done that for you yeah Make it yourself. That's what I say to that. Because our products aren't exactly cheap, but they're not exactly expensive. But what you do get is you get a longevity from that product. You get about six months usage out of that product. Three for the oils and about six for the powders. Mm-hmm. So you're getting something that you don't have to buy again month and month and month after time. Yeah. You're getting a much more spread out, concentrated form because we don't bulk it out. And it's as simple as that. And yeah. that's what alternative beauty does. Truly organic beauty. beauty. Niche brands. I can't stress those words enough because people are like, well, what's the, how do I know if it is? If it's niche, if it's truly organic, if it's from, you can speak to the, the owner direct, then you're getting something good. If you can't, there's just no point.
0: 100%. And I think that's so interesting and it's so important for people to maybe change a mindset. I think traditionally people are maybe a little bit scared or sceptical yeah. of smaller niche brands because yeah. they haven't heard of them before. So they're like, yeah. oh, I, like the classic one is like, oh, I don't know if that will work. Yeah. Or like, oh, I don't know if that'll be good for my skin. And it's yeah. It's like, well, what what part of the narrative do we need to kind of tell consumers or or yeah. let them know so that because we ha- we have enough trust going into boots and picking up a brand that probably never heard of before yeah. will not really be able to get any information about it but because it's like you said in the natural or you know has a blogger writing about it we're like that's the one for me that's it's the like, one, yeah. but, but why why Is yeah. it, it's weird that we're we're in that kind of cyclical way of I, buying
1: I think it's just that that fact because they can get it in a shop it's yeah. and it's in a trusted shop, let's Guess
0: say. it's like the easy accessible It's piece. the accessibleness, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, of it. Um, you know, I've got my I've created my own little shop where we, we, we only sell truly organic products within that shop. Yeah. Um and but for me people have to realise that when a skincare product has been made and is put onto the market and is and is sold in in shops or online and mm. retailers, um they have to, It has to be tested legally anyway. It has to be tested and you have to have certain forms that have to go onto a certain portal for the EU, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I don't know what's happening with Brexit now. Who knows? Uh, who knows what's going to happen with that kind of situation. Yeah. I can only but imagine it's going to stay the same because it's a legal requirement. You have to yeah. do it. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So... I think there's only questionable moments if it's like at a market but if it's somebody just making up a shea butter at home you're not going to die from it yeah. you know what I mean it's not going to be damaging for you at all yeah. um, so but you just have to be very wary of that kind of situation but anything that's sold like you know on shop or or you actually have gone down the route of you want this to go to market you mm. have to get it tested you have to have it approved you have to have all the forms in place Yeah. so that's that, that's a big thing for me because then I know okay well then it's legit it's a legit product it's fabulous yep, yep. in terms of does it work these bigger brands go to nature to be inspired mm-hmm. to synthetically produce that natural product for it to work quicker so yeah. yes it does work but slower and that's what we love it's slow beauty instead of fast beauty it's not fast fashion it's slow fashion it's slow beauty
0: love <laughs> all over that yeah, yeah. or, or so, same, so slow
1: fashion fast fashion yeah. yeah you can do the same thing <laughs> So we're back to hidden plastics in skincare. Yes. Um, so I, I say this for the for the brands that have come out that are vegan and cruelty-free. Mm-hmm. For me, you cannot be vegan and cruelty-free if you've got plastics in your product yeah. simply because that plastic gets washed down into the uh, into the aquatic system and they slip through the net and they can get into that aquatic system and damage those little fishes. Yeah. Yeah. And it has been proven and shown in certain places that there's microplastics hidden within the ocean, hidden within rivers, Absolutely. hidden within these species, yeah. hidden within us. You well, know, yeah.
0: There's the thing for people who consume them as well. I think exactly. I literally saw a statistic this morning that said one in three fish contain microplastics. Yeah. And like, I'm also plant-based, but if if you're not and you're a pescetarian or you eat fish you could then be eating, eating the, it? exactly. exactly
1: it's gross it is and that and that that for me if you think about the multi million people in london alone that use that are jumping on uh, well no just use products in general mm. they will have these hidden plastics within them yeah that's getting washed out. this is a build up of all this stuff that is not bio uh, degradable yeah. <laughs> so it's bioaccumulative yeah. so it will just accumulate within The world Mm -hmm. within nature, and these ingredients did not exist back in the day. You know, we are ruining our own planet, and it's our own fault. And we all have to take responsibility for that. We all have to. I think it's so. It annoys me when people just sit back and go, "Oh, you know, yeah, well, you know, my taste buds are more important than some (laughs) uh, an animal's life." Or you know what? It's just I don't, I can't afford to buy a moisturizer. Like I just said get a DIY book and use oils and use waters instead of using a moisturiser. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: So these hidden plastics, if I just read them out to you. So dimethicone is not a plastic, it's a silica, like a rubbery kind of substance. Okay. So it's actually naturally derived. Mm-hmm. However, it takes years and years and years to gr- degrade back into its n- original form. Um, so... Normally, I say avoid dimethicone because when dimethicone is in a formula, it's normally based with hidden plastics, and it's easy for people to see dimethicone within a within a skincare list. They they see almost instantly because everyone kind of knows about dimethicone being the silicone. Um, So just so we clear, it's not plastic. Yeah. Um, It is derived from silica, but then it does take ages to degrade back into the environment. Interesting. Um, And it's under certain circumstances that it does degrade back in so it it's can classic, be bio yeah. So but the other ones that I'm about to say are actual hidden plastics so like nylon. Some of the technical words are so hard to pronounce sometimes. Um I'm so really let me get let me get it. Let me get it so everyone's got it. And we can, I guess we can write it down there. So you've got dimethicone obviously. Um so just I just avoid that with all cause anyway. Mm-hmm. Um polythenes. Yes.
0: Yeah, nylons. So like plastic plastic, isn't
1: polythenes. Yeah. Which is in skincare. Um carbon carbomers, <laughs> carbomer, um polythene glycose, so PEGs, anything in brackets with PEGs, so PEG da da da. Um VA co uh copy polymers, Polymedi- polyimidy one. <laughs> See, I, could, the, I, I can't I'm not so bad at pronouncing anyway. Sodium uh poly <laughs> Don't even say that. Methyl Anyway, this is on our Instagram so you can read it. But w- Oh w- my gosh. To be, to be on the safe side, you always normally see a polythene or a nylon or a carbomer. Mm-hmm. They're the most popular ones. But there's so many different chemical constituents that make up different things and different names. Da, da, da. But if you see those ones, just avoid it because they're hidden plastics. But
0: why do they put the plastics in because the Because
1: it, it gives a silky feel. And it also, oh, okay. it's normally a makeup. It holds it in place mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, but once again, there's alternatives out there. Yeah. There is brands out there that actually have the and that's what we created with the house of green beauty mm. on our website you've got brands that have been Nini approved by myself that I've gone through the in- ingredients deck I know the formulators I know the brand owners and it's they doing their best to support an industry that wants to be sustainable wants to be more organic wants to be truly organic and wants to, and cares for the environment and the planet <laughs> And the alternative makes your skin sing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I look at it as food. It's food for your skin, you know? Our skin's a very complex yeah. thing. And people are overdoing it. I mm-hmm. constantly have... I constantly got people coming in to my shop with their routines. And I'm like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that's a
0: lot of products, honey. My
1: God, I, I think statistically women, especially, they use over 100 products on their face oh per day if they wear makeup mm. as well. And if you're not in the organic world, that's 100 products of pure chemicalized synthetic derived ingredients yeah. which obviously aren't going to damage you there and then but I'm talking about the longevity Yeah, you know the longevity of your skin the environment impact that that has because you're buying that product constantly and just throwing that bottle away and some of them can't even be recycled and so
0: you, you're again contributing plus the microplastics which I wasn't even aware yeah, of yeah no, a lot of people aren't aware of
1: that Yeah, It's horrid yeah a lot of people aren't aware of that and that's, that's why I done that video and it got a lot of love from it but because it, it, for me when you're vegan and cruelty free you When the brand is stated but it still contains those microplastics, it cannot be vegan and cruelty free. It just can't. It for me, it just can't be. How can it be when you've got hidden plastics within skincare? And not only that, in if it's not vegan and cruelty free, the brand itself it will still have these hidden plastics. Yeah, Uh, you can more or less guarantee that ninety eight percent of of conventional beauty is going to contain these chemicalized, synthetic derived ingredients.
0: Terrifying. Yeah, which once again, I have to
1: stress, aren't bad for you there and then. Yeah. But what's the longevity of it?
0: Something. So you, um, you call it the House of Green Beauty, yeah. which I think is really, really nice, yeah. and I love that. In terms of your personal journey, so outside of Nini Organics and, and thinking about green in, like, I guess the skincare world from organic, sustainable, blah, blah, blah. Are there any things that you've done from a personal perspective on thinking more about being more conscious, being more aware, being I guess more sustainable, but not necessarily in, like, the classic way.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I live and breathe my lifestyle.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't drink, I don't smoke. I don't actually take any medication either. I let food be my medicine.
0: Interesting.
1: Um, at home, I live with two flatmates that don't, aren't really... On that journey. They they're not really bothered by it. Yeah. And I've tried to convince them many times. They see how I live. But they're just not really that bothered by mm. it. Which is... Do you know what? You have to learn to let go sometimes. Oh my gosh. You can't... Yeah. Because obviously you get yourself in a state. Yeah. Because a lot of people can be vi- very militant. Especially vegans. They can be very militant on things. Yeah. And I don't agree with being militant on things. Just, you know...
0: It just turns people it off. It turns people off. It yeah. puts them
1: in a bad, bad mood. And it just it makes... It's almost like they question their life when they don't feel like they should question yeah. their life. Yeah. So I... I'm never, ever, ever pushy on anyone. If people want to know how I live or how um, I choose my beauty or how, why I create an organics or why I live more sustainably, then I'll tell them. If they're not interested, I'm not going to say anything yeah. because there's just no point. Yeah. Um, you can always judge it by somebody anyway. Mm-hmm. If somebody's more intu- intuitive like that, then you'll have a good conversation. If they're not and they just go with the meal, then, you know, they will learn at some point in their life, but they yeah. have to do it on their own core duties, That's the thing. You, know? you, have
0: to, you have to be willing because you can exactly. sit there and kind of bark at them of oh, you shouldn't buy this, you shouldn't buy that, you shouldn't eat that, you shouldn't drink that. But if they are not willing within themselves to be open to that conversation, you might as well literally talk to a brick wall. Exactly. You have to wait for
1: that. Exactly. So for me, what I do personally is I do everything traditionally that everyone's like doing sustainable. Like I've got... (laughs) I don't I, I I try not to buy plastic bottles. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm if I'm stuck out and I need some water and there's no glass bottles around me, then I'll buy that plastic bottle. I'll feel the guilt, but I will make sure that's recycled yeah. plastic. Yeah. And normally plastic bottles are the most recycled thing mm. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get recycled Anywhere, especially in the every end bottle, the whole of it is recycled. Yeah, Um, but obviously, I choose glass. I think the water tastes better in glass anyway, but it it does does, because there's no BPA that's leached into anything like that. So, I get glass where possible, um, more more or less always. I shop fresh at my um, local farmer's market every Sunday, more or less every Sunday. At at Saturdays outside my shop, there's a guy that comes and he has surplus fruits and vegetables, so I get a lot of that as well. That's amazing. I cook fresh every day. I never, ever, ever, and have never, and will never. Get a microwavable meal mm-hmm. or anything like that. I just I don't use microwaves anyway to heat anything up because I don't like them. I don't like the idea of a microwave. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cleaning products, um, I use a few known brands, Kin or yeah, um, Tincture. Nice. But yeah. now that Home Things is here, I'm going to use Home Things because <laughs> it's a great idea. Um, Thanks, babe. I love that when it launches. Um, but yes, so that's that. And then um, I don't buy anything new. I've love literally the... got these clothes that I've owned for so long
0: and still look great and well yeah now?
1: my fashion is neither here nor there like I literally don't care about fashion like I get I whenever I go into like shops do any market research and anything like that I get stared I get followed because if you think I'm going to steal something <laughs> I'm like if only you knew I'm literally listening to Mariah Carey like all I want for Christmas to You" in June like walking around do you know what I mean like I've got my own business and I very much <laughs> like, am into this off. like I'm not going <laughs> to steal anything and, you know, you make it very... You very make it very... Pretty, like, you hold it out here, like, yeah. Oh,
0: because you have to, yeah, and obviously you have put to. it back, like... Yeah, like that. It's on the shelf.
1: Yeah, look, not look, taking anything. look how far away I am. My hands are oh up in gosh. the air. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think with sustainability, you just have to be teetotal. If you want it, you just have to be teetotal. You have yeah. to not surrender and you have to really, really want to do it, you know? Yeah. um uh, I Because I live with flatmates. Mm. Um... They, in terms of energy and stuff, I actually don't know what our energy provider is, but when I get my own place, it will be everything to do with the, the energy, water, whatever, will all be, be sustainable. Yeah. And we put in TerraCycle into our shop to help recycle, hard to recycle Amazing. things. Yeah, but there's a lot of developments happening with um, House of Green Beauty. We mm. might be swapping and changing a few lots of different things. I've always said to people, just be conscious. If you're conscious yeah. enough to care, then you're conscious enough to to live in and breathe in the most fabulous life ever.
0: Absolutely. Whereas if you're not
1: conscious and you just want to live, you know, how you've been living for so long, yeah. then you have to accept the consequences at some point.
0: Yeah, like a throwaway lifestyle. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Don't let it be throwaway. Uh, what uh, What I say? Glitz and glam make for a great gram, but <laughs> the hidden treasures are your forevers.
0: I want to do a quick <laughs> Q&A.
1: Yes, do it. Ready? Yeah. Is it a quick fire one? Yes, quick fire. Oh my God, I'm scared.
0: Is it this or that? So like you have to pick one. you know, like in Friends when they're like, uh Yeah, well think, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Netflix and chill or cinema and popcorn? Uh,
1: cinema and popcorn.
0: Interesting. What flavour? Salt? Sweet? Salt. Mix? Mm,
1: Salt, but I bring it myself because I don't like the popcorn that they have. I'll make it myself. Diva. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cleanser or toner?
1: Cleanser always.
0: Interesting.
1: No such thing as a toner. Is there not? No. essence. Oh essences, not toners. A toner typically is to remove leftover cleanser, but an essence and, or a mist is, in the truly organic world, mm. is a hyaluronic acid-infused water, basically, which is helping to push products into the skin. So in conventional, they use propylene glyco, mm-hmm. but in in beauty, we use hydrosols, basically.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, cleanser was definitely the answer, then. Cleanser. Bowl of salad or slice of pizza?
1: Salad, always. I'm allergic to pizza. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I've got a vendetta against pizza. <laughs>
0: And then this, what is the natural animal of Scotland?
1: I know this. It's a unicorn. How do you know that? <laughs> because How it was, was, was going to be one of my fun facts.
0: Oh my god. I think we went to the same website of fun facts. Yes, it was the first one that came up. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that is absolutely hilarious. I can't believe you know that. Yeah. Because then you to be like, I don't know, Loch Ness monster. No, God. yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's, yeah, it's the... Quiet
0: clapping, quality. quiet applause, love that. <laughs> they, where can people find you, find Nini on Instagram, socials, if they want to come stalk you, which they absolutely will.
1: <laughs> um, so Nini is N-I-N-I organics. Um, that's our handle on Instagram, and it's our website is www.niniorganics.com. Um and then our little shop is called House of Green Beauty, which is situated at the Blue House Yard in Wood Green. Nice. So literally Wood Green tube station on Piccadilly Line. It's a two minute walk from the station awesome. towards Ali Pally, and it's just there. There's a bus where you can come play games and they do their own craft beers and, and um drinks and uh teas and coffees and sandwiches and stuff. And then you've got like a ethical fashion store which you would love by nice. the way. Nice. Yeah. Pop London, incredible. Um and then they've got a bookshop and like a few other little sweet little places in there. Um, yeah, so we're there. So come and check us out um, before we go. Come and check us Love out. Love that. Oh my god, I've just ripped <gasps> my trousers.
0: <laughs> I will show you my ball. <laughs> it's popping out. and wearing no pants.
1: <laughs> it has
0: been a pleasure. We are get underscore home things. Alex has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Queen. Thanks so much for listening to another episode. If you've got to the end, give yourself a pat on the back. That's pretty impressive. If you enjoyed the show, we would really, really love it if you could leave us a five-star review, no lower, otherwise you're disqualified, and write a lovely little comment and share the podcast with your friends. We're a new show. We really want to get out there and we want to tell the world all about what we do. So do us a little favor, help us out, and in return, come cash in a big old hug. Thanks so much.